3: ¡Nintendo!
4: In San Francisco. Welcome to Nintendo Voice Chat for the week of March 12th, 2015. I am your host, Jose Otero, and this is IGN's Nintendo Show, the one you know and love. Thank you very much for tuning in again, and we have a full house today. Four people, four really good, uh, well, three really cool people. Um, oh, in man. Room. I'm really happy. No, I mean, I mean, I mean, I don't want to count myself. That's so oh. selfish. Uh, so let's start with we Schneider. Welcome back. Hello, Jose. How's it going? Wake up, Jose. Yeah, I haven't had coffee. Brian Altano. Bra! And well, Marty Sleva. Barp, barp. Is that the official <laughs> That's sound? That's the official Brian O'Connell some
5: dollar store garbage you got over there. Right yeah. leg. It's barp, barp. Barp, Ch- barp. Ch- I would Ch- have expected.
4: Yeah. There we go. All right, right cool. So our first topic for the podcast today, gentlemen, Chrono Trigger turned 20, 20 years since the release of Chrono Trigger on the Super Famicom in Japan. Mm-hmm. It would later come over. So that was March 11th, 1995, mm-hmm. for those who needed to know. I actually owe you an apology, Marty, because I told you it was 96 in North America, and you said 95. You You were were right. You were being rude. I was not being rude. August 22nd, 1995, that game would find its way here, and it was a gem of the Super Nintendo era. So let's spend some time talking about it for context for folks. Chrono Trigger was the development sort of dream team, as Mm -hmm. it were. At the time, Square and Enix, two uh, Japanese companies, companies, separate companies at the time, who both specialized in making games in Japan, making RPGs especially, decided to team up and make a game together. Which is,
2: it's awesome. You had Sakaguchi from the Final Fantasy side, right? Creator of great Final Fantasy games you had Hori from the Dragon Quest yep. side Yuji and then, Hori. Yeah. and then you had the artist from Dragon Ball a character. Yeah. 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 all three like coming together to create this game so it was big news I lived in Tokyo when it came out it was big news when they came out there were ads everywhere they made a big deal out of the team up and the talent involved and well, it was, I stood in line for it there was a humongous line uh, for this oh, awesome really? yeah yeah, it, was,
5: it was like their first kiss, and now they're married. Oh, uh, that's kind of true. Yeah, They've been no. together for a long time. Now. Totally. It seems like there's always lines in in Japan for things. But, <laughs> that's right. but you know what? Dragon Everybody Quest. gets their
2: game. That really? was the that's the difference between this and an Amiibo line. Ah, uh, 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 okay,
4: okay. Or an, an Amiibo Nintendo line. Everyone yes. Launch line stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. All right, but but it, um, to round out sort of the people involved, uh, the producer was named Kazuhiko Aoki. He's apparently the guy who legend says was responsible for putting the team together. Who worked on on this game, oh, Masato Kato was the uh, sort of plot writer for this game. He worked on the Ninja Gaiden series. He was also the event planner for Final Fantasy VII, little game that maybe I've changed heard of that game. the world uh, on PlayStation. And then Xenogears. And lastly, Yasunori Mitsuda scored the game, yeah. uh, and the game score is phenomenal. Yeah, but that we'll soundtrack get to that. is incredible. Yeah, it's possibly one of the best soundtracks yep. ever made. Uh, every track is great. Totally so, good. Yeah. It's, I
2: mean, testimony to that game. I have not revisited, I I mean, maybe a little bit, just played a little bit, but I have not revisited the whole game since... When it first came out in '95, and I remember multiple tunes. You haven't replayed the whole thing since then. No, I, oh I, I checked I it out I when, they, when there was oh, a re-release yeah. because I, you know, I was trying to make my kids play it. Yeah, yeah. So I've seen bits and pieces again, but I haven't played the whole game again. God, mm-hmm. yeah, that's one of the, That's one of those games I play probably every other year. Oh really? Yeah,
6: I've, I've probably beat that game ten times. Wow. Yeah, it's one of. Aside from you like Bound, it? My favorite, uh, a little yeah. bit. it would be weird if I hated it. You no, know, just like I played through it eight times. <laughs> but I just can't stand it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. To me, that game is so. Fun and accessible, and you find new things every time you play it. Mm-hmm. Everything is so fast about the game; you immediately get into the cool, meaty parts of the story. Yeah. Uh, the you know, obviously, it's super Nintendo, so there's no load times, but the battles move really quickly. They're action based. You don't like flash and go to another screen like a Final Fantasy game. The camera just sort of positions itself, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, the enemies roll out. You can see the enemies in the field, which I thought was a really cool thing. Like you could right. choose to run away
2: from them or mm-hmm. try to dodge them. Uh, yeah, and it's still, I mean, it's still a turn like an active oh, time no, battle oh, totally, based. Totally. Right? Yeah. turn based but you, you have to enter your commands in a certain time like I, I think Final Fantasy 4 introduced yep. that concept yep. right yep. same same. obviously Square owns owned that concept mm-hmm. and brought it to this game but like so unlike uh, action adventures where you see all the characters on screen you battle them it was more a traditional RPG totally but removing all these things we had all complained about at the time, right? Like, why do I go to a
4: separate area and yeah. to battle? And it's then, so great. And then take that to the next step with the dual tech and the triple tech. Yeah, having yeah. these attacks that two people can do at once. If oh, you yeah. if mm-hmm. wait it out and said, oh, wait, they're both ready now. Activate and do an attack together. And yeah. they've mixed elemental properties. It was so cool sure, to see yeah. that. Um that stuff was incredible, like, and, and for a lot of the po- reasons you point out too. And then in North America, especially, this is one of those games in the Super Nintendo era that, like, the localization was amazing. Like mm-hmm. the, yeah. the U.S. version of this game wouldn't know was localized by Ted Woolsey, <laughs> uh, a little <laughs> well, a little known right. yeah. guy, go te- known guy called Ted Woolsey, who where, I think he's at Microsoft now these yeah. days, or was he at some point? I don't quite remember. But I might be Woolsey confused. World. There you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, actually, maybe he's not. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Um, but he did a fantastic job with the localization of the game, yeah. and it, yeah. it's one of those few games that you you don't ever think back on and go, "Man, that was a weird translation," or "Man, yeah. that was a strange thing."
5: I I uh, I was part of a group of friends who all love video games. Obviously, I've surrounded my my myself with video game fans my entire life. But this game was one of those ones where it like sort of took over my whole group of friends, and I don't think everyone really knew why at first, because it yeah. was like this wasn't a Final Fantasy game per se, but we were all really big on games like that at the time. Mm-hmm. But it was kind of just like, hey, this the record label that we've been buying albums from has a new band, and let's go check it out. Mm-hmm. And everyone got really into it. I remember sort of being amazed at the time, and especially looking back now, it still really holds up, is that the sprite work is sort of like mm-hmm. the apex of of what it could be at the time. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, obviously we've seen pixel art games for Decades ever since, but so much of it, so much of them owe them owe, owe things to to that game. Like yeah, it just, yeah. I'd never really seen things that detailed. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally.
6: Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was such a. Playing through it for the first time was so cool because I'd really, I, I wasn't paying a lot of attention to like the coverage behind it. So I didn't really realize all the weird places and characters the game took you to. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. when you start off, you sort of assume it's going to be this medieval thing. And then you go back even further and it's like the dark ages. And you're like, oh, this is cool. And all of a sudden you get rocketed into the future, this post apocalyptic future yep. where like humans, where you can, instead of resting at an inn, you go into like the, the, those, the machines. revitalizing machine yeah. where it says your HP and your MP are still but recovered, you're still but you're still hungry. hungry. Yeah, which yes. I love
5: because it's like, it, and it's sort of that same school with like Earthbound and you know Final Fantasy II US, where you're yeah. like you're in space all yeah. of a sudden. It's just like I feel like a lot of we like generations of or years of RPG tropes had been happening <laughs> by then, and the people making them were like. Maybe this doesn't have to take place in the field with a king and a knight and stuff yeah. like that. Like maybe we go to space, maybe we get a laser. Or you yeah. can
4: have that, but you could yeah. also have this. Yeah. and take totally. it to space, and, and you I could love totally that. take it to yeah. prehistoric times. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I
2: loved how that all fit together. Yeah. Yeah. And like, obviously, you know, it, it tips you off at the very beginning with the pendulum. Oh yeah, The It's the all about time. And, time. Yeah. Yeah. like it has these little Back to the Future. Your references character's named Chrono. Yeah. Um, yeah. but but yeah I really loved how the story fit together and there's of course we're not going to spoil it here but there's a pivotal moment in the game that I hadn't seen seen done in games before
4: no you know? Wait, yeah. we, can't, we can't talk and, can we? So I, don't, years. I don't think we should because I do think anyone who's listening to this uh-huh. who has not played it should be able sure. to have that moment right? yeah, yeah it and does as a matter of fact if you're that person go away for the next five minutes Okay, and we're going to talk about it <laughs> so you what have do you hey, five know. minutes from now yeah, totally. fast forward there are buttons on your on your iPad okay or let's Let say one minute. It. No, yeah, not five minutes. Three minutes. Five right. minutes. All right, all right. go <laughs> so, away and come back. <laughs> go away and come back. So, Chrono dies. That yeah, was something like, is... Well, You didn't even give them a second to go <laughs> <Yeah>. away. <laughs> go away come back, Chrono dies. Yeah, yeah, what we, the yeah. hell? Well, you want three minutes. Yeah. You're wasting part of it.
6: Yeah, oh. Having your main character die and then have an entire set of quests that are pretty much to resurrect him is phenomenal. Uh-huh. That well, was the best.
4: And the way it impacts the ending of the game, because you can choose to bring him back, and if you didn't, you got a different sort of outcome, mm-hmm. because you don't bring him back. There wasn't
5: even enough time to cover your ears. It was half a second. Let it go, bro. <laughs> did, you, did you think
2: it was for good? Because I, when I played it, I, I thought it was for good. I thought I did something I wrong.
6: Did yeah, I thought I could have gone back. I thought like I did something wrong in my playthrough. No, that's yep. why he died. I yeah. was
4: with him. I was like, this is for good. Oh, my God. I can't yep. believe it. This yep. is this is nuts. And that's why when they killed off Aeris in like Final Fantasy VII, I was just like, she's dead. There's no way they're bringing her back. Yep. Because I was already trained by Chrono yeah. Trigger to know that. Yeah, but
6: it was really, uh, I mean, other stuff, too. Like, just halfway through the game, sort of it turning it on its head. And it's like, no, Magus isn't the bad guy in the game. Lavos yeah. is and being able to recruit Magus and have like Dracula on your team. Yeah. Like, oh my God, this is red. <laughs> that was yeah. the other really and cool. And just fill your team up with like a frog knight and a and a cave woman <laughs> and a robot and a nerd and a, nerd and a princess. Well, and the, yeah. the fanfare yeah, music was robot. so good yeah, yeah, every time something so cool uh, happened
4: to them, yeah. oh man. Frog's no, was, theme is incredible. Yeah. yeah. And and it was especially cool to see later on. Um, I mean that story was so dramatic even though like I don't know if if I read it today if I would love it as much as I did mm-hmm. then I mean you've played it recently does it really hold up that totally. well in terms of 16-bit games Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. okay all right because I, I look at some video game stories now and I go oh, wow I was crazy about yeah. this when I was like 15 I don't yeah. really care and anymore each, each
6: character has a really interesting meaty arc that you can mm-hmm. go to there's that thing with Robo where you leave him 400 years in the past so that he can grow a forest and then you come back 400 years later and that like this massive forest is growing around him and he's just this dead robot well mm-hmm. then you like yeah. tinker
4: overnight and campfire yeah. Luca brings him back it's like, and oh, that was the incredible. thing about the scenario exactly. that I especially love they thought yeah. about time travel and they said okay what happens if you put an item in the past and then you have to go to the future to get it or what happens if you open the treasure chest in the past but the same chest was available in yeah. the future and you'd screw yourself out of an amazing item because you didn't know leave that alone because you're probably going to come back yeah. to this and exact and I love spot. that
6: you can open it in the future and then go back and get it in the chest and in, in the past so you can like get the item twice yep and you can get
4: it in the chest <laughs> you, so... get, the chest. you <laughs> get it in the chest
2: it's so cool and, and when, that, you know, when, the, when that game came out I thought for sure this is going to be a franchise that's going to be, you know, that that's just going to build on the game. Well, of course, that didn't happen, right? It turned into kind of yeah. a different type of game. Yeah, you had, that Chrono, and you had that radio
6: and, drama, Radical Dreamers, that sort of helped bridge the gap yeah. between Chrono Trigger and Cross. And but, Chrono Cross was good. It wasn't nearly as good as Chrono Trigger. No. no
4: yeah, but, but it was radically different. I, it I was felt hoping. strange from the beginning because it was kind of like, I don't know, it's almost like going from Street Fighter 2 to Street Fighter 3 where you didn't recognize anybody. Mm-hmm. Like well, it, it, it was probably even a more dramatic shift than that, but you looked at most of the roster and you're like, who are these do people? You get, do you and guys what's think happening?
5: It's a good thing or a bad thing that they really haven't revisited this franchise in a very I think it's long a time. bad thing because yeah. if they,
2: you know, I mean, it's good to see what's happening to Final Fantasy now, right? Yeah, yeah. right? They they're definitely going into a different direction. Imagine a game that uses time travel to this Effect in more of an open world where you know you have the same kind of city in four different versions, like medieval future and stuff. Yeah, I would love that. so freaking cool, but you gotta, it's daunting and you gotta
4: do it right. Is this spoilery to talk about New Game Plus? Because I think our time is up.
5: No, I don't know, man. Why don't you give them a, a fraction of a second to cover their ears again. <laughs> uh, Somebody's yeah. still not over Bruce it. Bruce Will's dead <laughs> but, the whole uh, time.
4: So New Game Plus and the way this game uses it. New Game Plus had existed before, right? I mean, yep. you, in the original Zelda, there was a second quest. In the original Mario, there were harder enemies Like yeah. after you beat the game. Is that real? And, uh, that, that, I believe that's a thing. Really?
5: Yeah. I didn't know that. Yes. The, there all the turtles are replaced with Beetle Bailey's. Or it's the Goombas, I think.
4: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, something about the yeah. game which <laughs> you can't after. kill. They, yeah, all they, yeah, all yeah. they
5: do is sit there and they spin back and forth and murder you. Yeah.
4: Okay. So, any, uh, but, so mo- but this but is different, forward, you this is different because you have a bunch of stuff. Yeah. So you have all the equipment that you finish the game with, and then it becomes a challenge of, okay, when do you want to finish the game? You can finish the game as soon as the game starts. You can finish the game after certain pivotal moments in mm-hmm. the story, and it unlocked so many alternate endings, yeah. and it was mm-hmm. so cool for that because it fits the whole time stream yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, conceit, totally.
6: you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was the endings, so rad. And the endings range from like super melancholy and serious to just silly to the talking developers to the devs. Room, yeah. yeah,
4: they're just uh, hanging out. Hey, yeah. what's up? I yeah. made this game. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. Um now I want to video. play it again. Yep. So uh for folks a uh, few other things. So it, it's a shame that this franchise didn't really continue in a lot of ways. I mean there was Chrono Cross, there was also a re-release on PlayStation which unfortunately was a crappy port yeah, for hot, the most hot part. Hot garbage. They did introduce one thing that I think was significant though, which was those uh, animated cutscenes mm-hmm. where they like did, totally. you know did hand drawn animated versions of the work that Akira Toyama put totally. in. And then the DS version is actually pretty much the definitive way to play this game, although it won't look that great on your new 3DS or 3DS, like just because yeah. DS emulation, the color palette gets a little washed out yeah. unless you run it in, you know, uh, pixel perfect mode. But the minute you mm-hmm. do that, screen smaller and it's it just totally.
6: gets weird. Yeah, 16-bit RPGs are awesome to play on the go. And they added uh, a weird like dungeon thing to the yep. DS version. That's it was sort of crummy, but it doesn't really matter because you don't have to do it. So.
5: Yeah. So yeah. if I went and bought this on Amazon right now, I'd be able to play it on my 3DS. Uh, you should be able to play it on yep. your 3DS,
4: but good luck finding a copy because I believe it's out of print, which means it's going to be, like, you're going to have to buy it secondhand. It's on Virtual Console, right? Really? Yeah, uh, Virtual Console, Chrono for, Trigger. For Wii, yes. for Wii. For Wii. For Wii, not for Wii U.
5: Which means okay. I have to go into Wii mode. Yeah.
4: Ugh, Ugh, Wii
2: mode. What's that?
4: <laughs> Yeah. You don't
2: know, have a, a, a Super NES or a Retron hooked up or no, something like no, that? No, no, no. Um, no, I have, I s- I have, have the Japanese version still. So. Yeah. On Super Famicom. Yeah, because you
5: waited in line. I would have held on to that. That's right, man. Too. Hell yeah, oh. man. But
2: I think my daughter bit a corner out of the box.
4: <laughs> I kind of wish someone <laughs> at a... Baby. Uh, just, just to pull us back around, I kind of wish someone at Square Enix would, would kind of say, hey, we should get the band back together or we should try and do this again. I mean, why not? And don't put it on mobile. Put it on a, a gaming, like, dedicated mm-hmm. gaming machine. But I would it's, like to
2: see the series again. I, I think, you know, the only way this would work is if... Both Metal Gear and Final Fantasy work out because I think there's definitely fear, you know, in Japan to to build a game that is that big. Oh, like you the mean big for, the, RPGs. For, the, for the world? Not for the not for mobile games, right? Like okay. you have to build a game that will succeed in the West. And mm-hmm. so with Chrono, like how many people remember it, right? Mm-hmm. It's not modern gamers probably don't know it. Yeah. Well, the, the next generation of. Yeah, totally. Sorry, I'm buying Chrono Trigger folks. for DS right now for oh, $23
5: you? on Amazon Prime. Oh, nice. So it looks Very like cool. they fulfill it. Huh? Awesome. Yeah, awesome. Done. That's very you cool. Guys wow. you know it's it. so good. You just witnessed the purchase.
4: Yeah. <laughs> Pretty or you got to hear it. Yeah. Um, anything else to say about Chrono trigger before we move on? No.
2: No, but best. if people Go are point. sad that you know they can't play this game, maybe we can give them another one to play.
4: Oh, we segue. can. Yeah. So why don't you talk about uh oh, Segway uh, pats oh. on the back uh, the worst. Uh, it's like <laughs> I'm channeling Destin right now. <laughs> yeah, oh, you are. Uh, so why don't you tell the folks what you have for them today? So
2: um thanks to Yuichi who was here at our event. Uh, who works at Konami? Uh, he's install based base on on Twitter, so I'll give him a shout out. Uh, he gave us a couple of codes to give away. Oh, nice! For fans of the Castlevania franchise. Okay, so, yeah, those games. So I'm gonna gonna we're gonna read a so couple which throughout games? the show. All four. So Castlevania, Harmony of Dissonance, Sorrow, Moon, Dracula X. So code wow. for each one of them. So okay. If you uh, if you are one of the early listeners, um, here's here's your code. So let's see if you can beat everybody else. Um, it's uh, AO6PL5AF39274DWU. Good luck. Rewind that. We'll okay. give, uh, give away another one. So this is for Harmony of Dissonance. Good game. Okay. Enjoy. All right. That's a really good there's, there's, Right now virtual console is...
5: with you. There's a guy, like, pulling his car over as fast as possible that connects (laughs) us to 3DS to something.
4: And and 50,000 really angry
5: people. Sorry, guys.
4: It's gone. How dare you? Yep. All right. So then uh, why don't we talk about some games we've been playing then since we're moving on from Chrono Trigger. Uh, We've reviewed Codename Steam this Mm -hmm. week. I can talk a little bit about that. I know Brian has started it, played it a little bit as well. Yes. And most of us have played Mario Party 10. So I think we can talk about that as well. All right, you have not Okay, yeah. so then you can ask a lot of questions then to try and keep us going. Sure, I,
5: or I can cover my ears with half a second. <laughs> no,
4: There's no spoilers <laughs> in Mario Party spoilers? 10. There's Please. a party? What are you doing? T- <laughs> there's actually a and Mario is invited. <laughs> All right, so. So. Mario dies. Mm-hmm. So let's start with Codename Steam. Uh, yeah. So it's reviewed on IGN, 7.9. Mm-hmm. Uh, good game. You Definitely torn. a good game. A very, very, very torn on this game.
2: So I am bumped into Jose in the office a couple of times, and each time he's like, ah. What should I give it? Because really like this and this and this, but man, they make you wait for your yeah. turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, it sounds like from what I've played, I, I. Respect your opinion on this one. I think, uh, you know, there's a lot to like in that game, but there's this one flaw that keeps it just keeps it from greatness, you know? Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. But it feels
4: like, uh, well, we've talked about it, but alien movement is definitely one of them, right? The idea Mm -hmm. that, you know, you are waiting for the enemy's turn, which for a game like this, that is understandable. It's a turn-based game, but when the turn takes a while and you're just not seeing a lot of aliens that are way off in the distance moving, you do get this feeling that even though they're building suspense, suspense excuse me, with sound and with like creepy noises and things crawling, you are still left with, man, I just want to take my turn. Yeah. And, and there's a couple reasons for that though, because there is a lot you can do, and the more you play, the more stuff you unlock. Like each character has a unique thing that they can do, and you really do want to sit there and exploit and try to combine those abilities in the best way you can.
2: I think the times when it works are when you're kind of, you're standing somewhere in the level, you have no idea what's around the next corner. So you hear all the noises and you know there's something lurking, but you don't know where. The times it doesn't work when it's like, you're like almost at the end of the level, and you're like, I know there's just one freaking little doggy alien out there, yeah, yeah. and and it just takes forever still for does. that thing to complete its 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 turn, and there really isn't a reason for it. Like I don't know whether they artificially inflated the length, but let me just hold the R button
4: like in the the little me
2: games and so you know? yeah, re- no? yeah mm-hmm. there
4: was a report on the web that if you held the select button, it would slightly increase mm-hmm. the or uh, decrease mm-hmm. the amount of time. Now I don't buy it so much though because this is a term based game and it's not moving the same like every time you encounter if you replay a map the aliens are not moving to the same locations every time mm-hmm. like I don't know if there is a way to kind of track that yeah. unless you were able to see exactly how many pieces were moving at once I don't know if I'd buy that so Yeah, I,
5: I always like the way games like Advance War did it where you would just you'd take your turn and then you would see them and it would move super quickly. Yeah, Fire Emblem yeah, does that too. <laughs> yeah, totally. And then yeah. I mean, sometimes there would be that fog of war and it would mm-hmm. be like this cartoon cat and dog fight where you're like, you hear all this stuff going on inside and you're like, I hope they don't pop out and kill me and then they would. <laughs> yeah. um, I like that. Like, I noticed the same thing playing the game where I was just like, I really love how active this is for a turn-based mm-hmm. game. I, I love that it it pops into a like third-person shooter at times. Like, that's really mm-hmm. smart. Like, they sped up the whole process and then They don't. Well, it seems very odd to take so many elements of that genre and speed them up and make them so hands-on and then... Mm -hmm. Slow it to a crawl every now and then, and yeah.
2: then the the Overwatch moments work well too. You yeah. know they when are you're like, awesome. oh, I know this guy's gonna come around the corner, so you reserve steam. So you know yeah. even when it's not your turn, you're attacking the enemy when when the enemy comes around the corner. And all you can get yeah,
4: and you can get Overwatch too. And what I do yeah. like is that there's no way for you to know that the enemy you're looking at is an Overwatch right yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Some people might find that annoying. I actually find that awesome because. Yeah if he is an overwatch because of the real time element. So there's a, there's an action point movement system here, right? Where there's a certain number of steam units you have and that dictates how far you can move or if you how many times you can use your Ooh. weapon or if you can do both, right? Mm-hmm. So it it absolutely is interesting to me though that when you do walk up to someone and you see the red light coming cuz they're an overwatch In a moment of Twitch gameplay, like I had a shotgun, and this guy was getting his overwatch on me. I was like, oh, God, pulled the trigger, took him out. You can take him out quickly, but you have to be fast. Um, And there are some later maps that I really liked the design and what was happening. There was one involving a boss uh, who was sitting in the center of the room. And when he comes to life and when he doesn't, and you trying to kind of make sure he's looking the right way so you can overwatch the ever-living you-know-what out of him. And then also on your turn, take him down. So it was really, really good. Like, I enjoyed it a lot. Can you stop acting surprised, what? please? Um, <laughs> I want to know what you what you it's, scared it's, out of him. Uh, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but moving moving forward... Uh, the steam. He scared the steam out of him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. just saw it all come, come free. Um, so that stuff's really dope. Uh, yeah. It is really hard, though. That game yeah, ramps it really up and gets hard really fast. I was
5: actually really surprised about that. I was getting killed off, like, in the, mm-hmm. you know, not immediately, but a few stages. In, okay. And I was you like, can... You
4: can admit. Baby all time. Yeah, the, the moment first I first level.
5: First guy. Mm-hmm. Just murdered me.
6: Yeah. It scared uh, the steam out of me. I like geez, I like uh, a couple things. I like how weird the game is. Yeah. Like I like that it pulls these uh, like Things from American Tall Tales and American History as yeah. its characters. Um, I like the fact that it was announced and came out within like eight or nine months. Yeah, which like we yeah. don't really get anymore. Like it was announced the last E3 and it's already out now. That's great. Like, I like yeah, that
5: it's yeah. a new IP. I like that, that it's a new. I love that it's yeah, a new within, IP. Within within like we have we have Codename Steam and we have Splatoon mm-hmm. happening around the same time and they're both brand new games for Nintendo which kind of in, don't get in that often. sort of a new genre? So, yeah, totally yep. not at all. I mean, yeah. I think that's the one the one thing we get kind of get upset with Nintendo is that for all the times they're familiar and wonderful and nostalgic, mm-hmm. they're also sort of like they iterate a lot on sure. what they do, which is totally. fine when they have new ideas. I do ideas. think
4: though it's easy to look over uh overlook some of the IPs that they do take risks on. Like there is Pushmo, there was Soccer Samurai. right? Like these oh, are sure. boxed products sure. and these Captain are things Toad that you're as well, see. you know, yeah. Yeah, like the, the spin Yeah, a spin-off sure. idea. But I think this one
5: this one's one of those like. Damn it, Mark. <laughs> this is one of those like <laughs> two of them the It's like, hey, Nintendo has a new IP. Cool. What is it? It's a steampunk turn-based game where presidents fight robots. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah.
4: Well, and it, with it, Amiibo <laughs> support. Yeah. Like it's yeah. so weird. weird. And, so, and what so I weird. like about the story and the art style and the presentation is that it very much follows the logic of a Saturday morning cartoon where mm-hmm. they don't yeah. have to explain anything to you where Lincoln, and we mentioned this last week, but, like, the first time you run into Lincoln, he's like, yeah, those reports you heard were totally not true or, like, something like that. Like, they, they don't even bother to explain, like, the, the, whatever happened at the, at the, movie th- at the theater with yeah, John Wolf's yeah, yeah. booth. Like, not a thing. Like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and you do notice over time, even though it is kind of tropey in terms of the characters and what they can do, or, or it, you can even say stereotypes to some degree. Like, mm-hmm. they do hang on some of that stuff. Um, that it turns into st- the group Steam turns into like this multinational like group of alien hunters essentially mm-hmm. like it's really strange but yeah. it, it's fun and there's like uh, lots of female characters believe it or not I re- a couple I re- we still can't talk I about I really
5: like the Saturday morning cartoon comparison I think that
4: totally yeah it reminds nails me of a uh, cops mm-hmm. like
5: fighting crime in the future yeah, time or totally, something like that totally yeah, totally just like, like Ninja ridiculous. Turtles Thundercats just like a weird group of like ragtag and they don't even explain why they're there or why they're doing it but. Yeah. yeah, no, the art the art direction's really cool. Like yeah. I really appreciate it. I I'm like I don't usually look to my three D S for like cell shaded polygon style games, mm-hmm. but like it act, they pull it off. They there's they figured out ways to do that. So Yeah. Um I think it looks cool like having even just like a Martha Amiibo in there, like seeing that and that cartoon art style is cool. Yeah. For some reason, I heard if you, you have say one. Martha Amiibo. Yeah, Martha the Amiibo. Martha yeah. Amiibo. Martha Stewart the Amiibo. Okay. <laughs> All right. So then we have
4: also been playing Mario Party 10, yeah. which, okay, here we go. So is it, how's the party? What What's the deal? Like, is this the one? First one made by Nintendo in a very long time. I didn't even know that. Yeah, Nintendo yeah, yeah. usually outsources or oh, has right. outsourced a bunch of Mario games. No Mario more Hudson. B. Yeah, no That's more right. Hudson. Hudson. Even uh, mm-hmm. the last 3DS one. I don't know who made it, but I know it wasn't that good. So are
5: you playing a pair with your kids?
2: Yeah, we played a little Once bit. You um, off. Haven't haven't had it that long, but um, yeah, played played with the kids. Uh, we tried the first the amiibo mode, which you know you use basically an amiibo to unlock it on the menu. It's locked. Um, I, I've seen some complaints about that, but Mario is bundled in. Yeah, right. With mm-hmm. Mario Party, I'm sure there'll be separate releases, but so you you're gonna have it no matter what when you buy that standard edition. Yeah, um, and uh, that one you you'd seem more excited about that mode than I was because like it it feels a little it, it feels a little generic. You know? Yeah. And I wasn't, I wasn't, I was kind of struggling with the UI and like it it doesn't do a good job at kind of explaining to you like why you would scan your Amiibo
4: until you get going. Once you get going with the game, it makes sense. The thing they take for granted with this mode is that they kind Hmm. of expect you to have in your living room sort of a coffee table. You're all gathered around the coffee table Mm -hmm. um, with the gamepad on that table and your Amiibo. You have your controller to play and your Amiibo to play. Yeah. And Does so, everyone
5: have their own controller?
4: Everyone has their own Wii remote. Does everyone, everyone have their own coffee has table? their own Amiibo. That's exactly what I, I was thinking.
2: I thought this was going to be a pass the gamepad kind yeah. of game because that makes it easier to scan yeah. your Amiibo and stuff. It's not. And it's so not. The,
5: the, the, the gamepad sort of works as like a bo- a bo- the game board. In theory. It's stationary. Yeah. In theory. But you still
2: yeah. look at the TV. It's That's interac- where the main action it's, it's, is. It's an yeah.
4: interaction point. because but you, so you don't pick you it up. You you can pass it around. We actually in the Mario Party games I have played, we pass it around because you don't, don't have, have a coffee table. <laughs> no, they <laughs> have the same ten people do yeah. not have coffee tables. But yeah. you're
2: also holding a remote. We love Our a No, no.
4: But you, so you're holding your Wii remote. You have the gamepad on the table. You have your your amiibo nearby, and you have to scan in your amiibo if you're going to use a token. If you're going to put a token in play, your amiibo can store a token, and that token can do different things. For example, if you want to roll five dice, or let's say you want to mess up everyone's strategy and use a war pipe that's going to change everyone's positions mm-hmm. on the map, things like that. So you would scan in the amiibo to the gamepad, then put it down, then take your turn, which requires you to scan the amiibo to roll the dice, and then take it off for them to spin out. Um, actually you can roll the dice without touching the amiibo to it I think if you touch the amiibo to the gamepad you, they just spin faster you, you, so, you can and by
2: the way you yeah. can mix and match like not everybody needs an amiibo So yeah. let me ask like, let you me ask you this. can just borrow a character too Does yeah. this
5: take one of the already historically slowest video games in the world and slow it down even more it, or it
2: becomes more of a board game
5: Okay. Yeah. You know,
2: but like it—it it sounds annoying. It's not quite as annoying as okay. it sounds because yeah. Yeah. I'm interested you, in it. Obviously. If you treat it like a board game, where like you are picking up the, the, you know, the dice and rolling it, it's the similar similar kind of actions. Sure. It just—it isn't—it isn't as fine tuned as I love it to be. Sure. Yeah. It's, yeah. Interesting. But it's a it's an interesting take. I was actually expecting it to be much more kind of like the board games that use television screens as a companion. Yep. But it is still Mario Party, where you know you go into a mini game and you f- you square off. So you need your remotes um, yeah. still to. Compete. And
4: I will say it moves at a pretty brisk pace. Like mm-hmm. there is scanning involved, and once you get used to having to do that, I think it just gets a little faster. But um I do appreciate that Amiibo Party even though it is a straightforward board mm-hmm. where you're just traveling in a circle it's way more like the original Mario Party um that there is sort of thought behind how quickly it moves that said it does take a while to load things did you notice that Yeah yeah it takes a, a bit longer than I thought it should yep. to be can, honest
5: Can you play with pro controllers instead of uh Wii remotes No it's Wii
4: remotes it's because some Wii of the remotes. games require
5: motion uh, so they have you using that yeah. So that's my next um, question how are the mini games
4: I think they're okay so far. Um, I I can't say they're extraordinary. The ones that involve motion range from good to... Eh, I don't. I'm not quite sure. It, For example, there's one where you're balancing on top of a ball and you're playing soccer, and you have to like rotate the Wii remote in order to move back and forth. Why and
5: you are end we up, like, still doing that? Why do they still like make this? us do that? Is, be-
2: yeah.
4: Because it would be like that mode.
2: It, that game would be too easy if it was directional control. You need so. that kind of yeah. They like, want it to be wacky. The, like you're basically balancing the Wii remote to make the ball run into different directions. So like mm-hmm. it kind of needs that. Mm-hmm. And it, it that one was fun to play. I really like there's the a golf one where, have oh, you seen that yeah, one? You swing. There's a golf tee and like either a ball appears or a ba-bomb and like all four characters need to swing but not swing when the ba-bomb is there. Yeah, so it's like really fun. frantic. Yeah. But they don't blows up they don't place. go full cheese
4: ball where you're like holding the remote like a golf yeah. club. Mm-hmm. You're
2: you're just kind of like
4: yeah, th- flicking yeah, your... The yeah, actions yeah. are very simple. Like there's one with a volleyball bump and set. So if this was a four-player game, me and Pear would be one team. You uh, and Marty would be another team. You and I, Brian, would set... The, the ball so we would spike it. we would use the controller in sort of an upwards motion and then Marty or Pear whoever's on our respective team would smack it down okay. for the spike and you basically like there are team games based like that too that are pretty okay and use motion at least in simple enough ways but that said you still have to have some timing which some people don't have so I haven't found a true kind of hit
2: where, where it'd say hey that's that's a really good mini game that I could see myself playing over and over like some of the yeah. puzzle games in the older games were well, there were some some really cool kind of Takes on Tetris in the past, there's totally. Some, yeah. But this one, there may be some I just haven't discovered. All okay. Of have them you yet. played
4: Bowser Party yet? Uh, I Bowser played Party Bowser is Party, yeah. totally the Parish Schneider trollfessional uh, so game. Bowser totally is a be, real troll, man. Yeah, you, yeah, it's it's made for you, dude. Like absolutely. So, like, so there's, there's so one that he's <laughs> spinning a hamster wheel. And if uh, and you can stop the handswirl on time, and the four characters who are inside are either running or stopping. And the reason they do that is because they don't want to hit the two hazards that are either in front or behind them. Oh, what and a so, sick! It is such a troll. Six man. What's,
2: what's the gist of Bowser Mode? It's Bowser Party. Everybody Bowser Party. sits in one car. It's almost like an amusement park ride, <clears> right? Yep, yep. Like everybody, all players are together in one car. They still compete against each other, but like you roll the you you know you, you roll the dice. And you move um, you move together, and everything happens to you together. So, for example, um, when you look at the gamepad, there's a picture of Bowser there. There's an animated Bowser on the gamepad. You just kind of prop it up on the stand or something, and he's behind six bars. Each bar corresponds to one, uh, one result on the die. Mm-hmm. Right? So, like, when somebody rolls a one, one bar goes away. When somebody rolls a two, the second one goes away. And so, like, in the
4: end, there's only one bar left. Have you seen that? Yeah, but this is in uh, regular Mario Party, not in Bowser Party. Oh, I thought that was in Bowser Party. No, that was from regular. So, they both follow the same car structure. Yeah. But in Bowser Party, the player as Bowser is on the gamepad, and he is rolling separate dice after all four turns. Because his job is to catch up to them. And the second he does, you launch a Bowser minigame where it's the four players versus Bowser. That said, uh, this continues until the end of the game. And at the end, at the castle, Bowser Jr. will come out. And if Bowser doesn't make it there... Their objective is to get the star. So what Bowser can do is Bowser Jr. shows up. Two enemies show up next to him. Bowser Jr. secretly gives one of them the star, and the players have to choose who has it of the three. Oh, wow. I see. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. that's a really I thought that was a fun twist on the ending. Yeah. Uh, it still has that element of chance, but at least gives like Bowser a chance to mm-hmm. still win the game. Um, And and the regular mode still has that chance
2: factor, too, where you get an award for, like, if you're the slowest player or something. But the
4: regular mode is still bundling everyone in a car, which I agree with you is a mistake. I think that a board game where you're all working together, like, that way but you're competitive doesn't make a lot of sense. Like. I don't know. I played like have you ever played like a board game called Pandemic? Like that makes yeah. more sense where there's a where there's a co-op element because we're all trying to save the world in this board game. Like mm-hmm. there are diseases and you all spread out to different parts of the world in order to I help cure it. In this, you're still trying to win it all. Yeah. So yeah. I don't see why bundling you together works. That's the, the so I I
2: like the I like the boards where you go into different directions. And I don't know, maybe they did this to to speed it up, right? So it's easier to understand. You don't need to wait for any player because you're all together in the in the same area. Maybe that's why they did it, Mm -hmm. right? You remember, like you could decide whether you go left or right in the old games. Here, you all make that decision together. Effectively, I mean, whoever is at the draw gets to make that decision for everybody else, Mm. and people may may say, "No, don't go that way. Why are you doing that?" But I do like the I do like the caged Bowser element because you it builds this tension, right? Like you know, you can pick whatever um, whatever die you use. Um so sometimes you have a player may have only a die left that has one and 1 to 3 numbers on it and like Bowser is in a cage with just 100%. the bar number one. Yeah. And so you're like, oh my God, there's now this yeah. big risk yeah, that you're yeah, going to yeah. release him you're and everybody's going to get screwed.
4: Well, yeah, and you'll lose your stars as yeah. a result. The player did it. But what I love too is that every time you roll and you roll a number that has already been marked off of that bar, you just hear Bowser on the gamepad complaining if the sounds are like, yeah. <laughs> so, so it's like having turns. The fifth he's player. like pounding yeah, yeah, on yeah. it, like, let me out. It's really cool in that respect. It's very clever. Because it's, it, yeah, it's very clever and it feels like there was conscious effort made to make the gamepad a detraction, even when you're doing everything else. Even uh, in Bowser party mode, when the player who's playing as Bowser, while everyone is rolling their die and taking their turn, on the gamepad is just Bowser's hand, and there are three dice, three or four dice, sitting there, and he just rolls them back and forth. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it doesn't do anything, and it does, I don't understand why it's there, but it it was definitely uh, an aesthetic choice that they made.
2: Yeah. yeah. And then the trolling is great. Like one thing, I'm not going to give away what happens, but like <laughs> Wait, if you, got, you come encounter back in a minute,
4: and we'll <laughs> <laughs> if you know, but if you and it's
2: not yeah. if you encounter <laughs> Bowser. Um, there's a little roulette going on what he's going to inflict on you. Yeah. It could be like ha- like cutting everybody's stars in half. Then you compete in a mini minigame. The winner gets the biggest one. Mm-hmm. And by the way, the, there's also the opposite where like you need to lose <clears> a minigame <throat> to win, which is a really cool twist yeah. Yeah. because like sometimes it's hard to lose because like you need to bump into enemies and your friends are in the way of you yeah. actually doing that. Yeah. So that's really clever. Yeah. There's one thing where it says uh, he's going to give you 10,000 stars. So one of the roulette options. That oh. used to be from back in the day. And then mm-hmm. he just sort of would... St- like in Mario
6: Party 1 and 2 mm-hmm. when he used yeah. play to play And then he would just stare at you for a second and then just jump off screen. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> like, I always thought that, like... A liar! I don't know if they thought that was funny. But, like, I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. He would just sort of stand there and he'd be like... And then, like, bounce. Like someone bouncing on challenge. No, no, it's, <laughs> it's, it's
2: different here, but again, yeah. it's, uh, it's it has these fun little moments where you can tell the game has a total sense of humor. And, like, you know, just even though a lot of the minigames were familiar, they do get tense and fun. Yeah, like totally. they And and graphically, it definitely is a new mm-hmm. era yeah. of Mario Party. looks
4: good. A lot of uh, call-outs to current Mario, too. Like, you I see your saying, 3D like world, is, like Bowser Train. Oh, you cool. See like, is, like, Rosalina in the game? Rosalina's yeah. in the game. And other characters. Uh, and other you characters. You have that amiibo. Yeah. Uh, well, no, you don't need her game. to play Rosalina, mm-hmm. but you, need, do, you do need it to unlock her board at the start of the game. So it's funny, too, because you need an amiibo party. You need... Amiibo to unlock a style of board to play on, and you can actually swap out one of the, it's cut into like four pieces, um, and you can swap out the different parts. But while you play Amiibo Party, you can get a token that says, okay, you can unlock a portion of the board to be the DK's portion of the board, even oh, yeah. if you don't have a DK Amiibo. Yeah. So you really only need one Amiibo to get that mode started. And I think other players can use, do they get the cardboard cutout version? Have you noticed that? Yeah, you get, if
2: you only have one Amiibo, the other players can still pick that character, but yeah. cardboard. Yeah, but you just yeah. need
4: an Amiibo to unlock it. <laughs> a strange choice, though, is that you always have to unlock the mode. It's always locked every time you start the game. It's off, just so, so. We so create that interaction, yeah. right, to make sure, that you actually have an amiibo to yeah, play it. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is a little cheesy that board
2: pieces are behind amiibos, but yeah. like it's a. I, I just you know like for me, it finally gives a little bit more value to yeah. them. That yeah, it, I that mean it'd be cool intrinsic. if they had like
6: even just if it was a very basic layout or a randomized basic layout, mm-hmm. and then no matter what amiibo you put on it that was just what the background is Yeah. so the background is yeah. f0 or the background yeah. is yeah. zelda not even like it doesn't impact the games it doesn't impact like interactions it's just like hey you're playing on a circle but it's a circle inside of you know yeah. we, oh, the Wii Fit trainer studio City or something. yeah exactly yeah, that's
4: yeah. that's a great idea yeah, yeah. It, so cool. when
5: you guys played amiibo mode did you actually have like all 7 amiibos out that that I, work with it
4: we didn't. Uh, well, some of them aren't out yet, like uh, you know, Wario and those guys. Sure. Um, but uh, you're talking about the six that they like sent yeah, over. Yeah. Um, I didn't use all six. Uh, have you? No, we 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 had we used two only. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think it's but, only um, up to four players Amiibo party. What
2: what's funny by the way, and I wanted to see what would happen if you didn't have four Amiibos mm-hmm. when we were playing Amiibo. Um, what's funny is like when you have the cardboard characters on the board somebody rolls the in that it's three dice rolls them it can knock the characters over really cool that. right like, and
4: on like it interacts and stuff falls over. Yeah. yeah, and cute. on the yeah. Amiibo front, um, the bases on the digital versions are customizable. So as you play, you unlock. For example, last night uh, my friend's wife unlocked a gold base for Princess Peach. Hmm. He unlocked a tire that he has his Luigi sitting on top of. Oh, so cool. the base portion is customizable. I kind of wish that extended to the the actual physical piece, but mm. I mean I don't know what the logistics are for something like that. Magic, you know? magic. Uh, you have to use magic yeah, yeah. Much. Yeah. or um,
2: spray paint. But you notice the uh, the in-game models um, for the characters. Match the new Mario Party amiibo, yes. except for of course Rosalina, who's not the Smash no, Brothers so Rosalina, yeah, Rosalina.
4: Yeah, and, and uh, some other characters. Yeah, they don't have that look, and so it makes you inevitably wonder. Absolutely, Rosalina's. There's yes. probably more
2: Super Mario series amiibo on the which, way, which then makes sense. Like if the first Rosalina was a limited edition, I character was going to throw my wallet US. at the
5: camera, but I don't have <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: there, There'll be more. That's because we've taken put, it away from
4: you. <laughs> no, we so, needed intervention.
2: So, was there, I mean, initial impressions were like it. it's it's not the it's not a reboot of Mario Party where they completely changed everything. Even yeah. though they put all the characters into one car now, yeah, I agree with you. It still has that those moments when when you're playing with the CPU where you just just like in Code Name Steam, you just want to say,
4: "Hurry up!" You know. So that's weird because last night, uh, even playing I mean, in Amiibo Party, you, you're really impatient mm-hmm. then because Rosalina was the CPU uh, player last night in Amiibo Party, and I swear she was moving like she she had to go like that was it. It was quick. Choices and everything, so I don't know why you're seeing that. Let me give you an example. Like, in, uh, was this in like regular Mario Party mode? Because yeah, Amiibo it was party, in regular was Mario not Party. Not a problem. Mode. Yeah, they, because they're they were moving. Because there are
2: choices to be made, more choices to be made in that well, mode. Are you playing well. tokens
4: in this one in the Amiibo Party? Yeah. So I don't know. Or maybe I'll I'm double just, check. Maybe, maybe I'm just impatient. Maybe you are just impatient. Um,
2: but like, it's it's also it's kind of the AI on the. Um, on the CPU players is kind of comical right there's like a have you seen the kind of the memory game where you're fighting a boss and in order to fight the boss you have to pick cards yes so they put down like let's say you're fighting one of the hammer brothers I Mm -hmm. think right and they they put these cards on on the table that have either you know three attack points two or one Uh, Fireballs that you shoot at them, and then they flip the cards over, and so all players have to remember where all the good cards are and where the crappy cards are. Yeah, which is really clever. But what happens then is the the boss will like stomp on the ground, and certain cards go away. So if you were sitting there going like, "Oh, the lower three are the three cards," and then he stomps, they all go away. You're like, "Crap!" (laughs) You know, like. And what happens is the CPU, when the CPU chooses a card, goes like this. (laughs)
3: <laughs> it was really slow.
4: I, see, like, I haven't seen any of this. This just, is this is really you know, interesting. On great. my end, it has been moving at a brisk pace. But see? I didn't see that minigame. Instead, I did one with a giant blooper, mm-hmm. the uh the, the squids uh mm-hmm. from the Mario World. And uh it was underwater and there were sort of half cards in front of the players. There are three half cards. So it could be half of a mushroom, half of a fireflower, or actually they would all match. So it'd be half mushrooms or half fireflowers or whatever. Yep. And then there's this trench where the blooper is sitting and there are inside of bubbles the other halves of other cards. So you'll see like half a koopa shell or half a half a fl- fire flower and you have to with the pointer just grab and finish them off. And as you finish them off uh, finish the card off, basically complete it. So like two mm-hmm. halves of the mushroom rather. And then that card will come to life and attack the blooper.
5: Oh, oh nice. Cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It sounds like you guys are just making up mini games, which I love. We're
4: not. These are, there's, are these, there's a hamster wheel and then like yeah. a,
5: there's a mushroom boy who's running yeah. after you. There's one where you have yeah Thirty seconds and Berto has to eat a whole. Yeah, car there's this
4: minigame where you have to take. A, <laughs> oh my Actually, God. there's this minigame where you have to take a break on the <laughs> podcast. So we should take that right now. And oh. When we come back, let's talk about some news. Stay with us. Welcome back, Jose Otero here with Brian Altano. Mighty (laughs) Sleeva and Pear Pear Schneider. Uh, I didn't want to give Altano time to look at his phone. (laughs) (laughs) So we are going to talk about some news today. First of all, the gold Super Mario amiibo is not delayed. It's not delayed. There were reports that uh, Walmart sent out some emails saying, hey, this may not be arriving at this date. I think it's the same email I got in December regarding, like, the second wave of uh, the Smash Amiibo set, where it's like, hey, this shipment has been pushed back. Um, But Walmart, in a statement to IGN, the uh, spokesperson said, Mario Amiibo fans will see gold on March 20th, 2015. Walmart.com pre-order customers may have seen an incorrect availability date in their account, and we're in the process of correcting that order information to assure fans there are no delays. Uh, Amiibo fans... I was able to pre-order one this morning well I was going to get to that and and that that date is still stuck in April Mm -hmm. oh it still says April okay so I want to ask do you have one yet who's gotten one if not uh, what are your chances of getting one
5: uh, so, letter. first of all, I want to say thank you to the NVC Facebook group. Go yep. join that group. Be active in there. Because Because on the day we did NVC Live, the, those pre orders went up like four times, but we were all running around scrambling all day. And I went in the group, and I <laughs> never do this, but I went in there and I said, hey, if anyone got an extra one, I'll buy it off you. Or I'll send you a big care package. I'll, I'll, whatever you need me to do. And a bunch of people reached out to me. So it turns out I may not need your help after all because Per Schneider, who <laughs> runs this company, ran over <laughs> to me like a five year old, like, they're available for pre order right now. I was like, oh my god I jumped everything <laughs> I went to walmart.com which I luckily was logged into already that is the saddest yeah. why are you logged in I was logged because you never know man so you gotta have a bullet in the when, chamber when, just in case you gotta shoot sure. when Rosalina in it.
4: when the Rosalina pre-order page showed up on target Brian Altano said on this podcast that he would refresh that page a hundred times a day yep so this is what we're dealing with. I just want to set this in context for you because you sit by us, you hear us occasionally talk about this. Occasionally, it used to be worse. To be Don't worse. even when yeah, Series One work. and Series Two were coming, every other day you'd hear us talk about it. though lately it's a little less.
5: No, we're in the we're in the phase of addiction where we're now we're apologizing to our loved ones and seeking support.
4: <laughs> and plus, it's the Mario Party ones
2: too. They're not yeah, as hot yeah, as, as the Smash Brothers ones, but, but it's gold. He was, he was not, <laughs> <laughs> but he was not exaggerating. It's exactly what happened. I ran. It was yeah. funny. Everybody was in a meeting. Wait, yeah. There. There was Wait, Wait a, minute, wait, wait, wait.
4: Right. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a go, minute. go, go. What took you so long to send the text? Because you send the text and I'm in the meeting too. Right, and you I go, pre-order well, first. well, wait yeah, a minute. Yeah, man, you got to get so, yours first. Yes. <laughs> so I jump in and it's like to receive an alert, click here. And I'm like, oh, this sucks. And I send them back. I didn't get one. And they're like, well, we did. And I'm mm-hmm. like, great. That's why you don't go to No, meetings. I sent it really quickly. I think they did just you go now? so fast. Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, well, we... Okay. So for anyone listening who hasn't got one, what are their chances of getting one, you think? Like, is it? I think there are more coming out. Yeah. I think Every I, day, so.
2: I think they're they're rolling out more and they're opening the pre-orders. Sometimes it's a fake out. It's like Bowser trolling you, mm-hmm. like you think you have it in your cart and then it goes. Murr, murr. He stares at you and just yeah. disappears.
6: Whoa, <laughs> oh, 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 oh. But it was like <laughs> it's, Tim Allen.
5: It's This whole thing is so dumb. So I I run, I run to Walmart.com, which is like why? Why would I even be there? <laughs> uh, and I'm buying this gold amiibo, and it goes. That's not your password. And it's, it's it's super calm about it. It's like, I'm sorry, you forgot your password. Why don't you put it uh-huh. in? And I was like, I'm typing it in. So I, I get through, and then it starts pinwheeling, and it's just like, just checking out your credentials, making sure your credit card. I'm like, just buy the damn thing! Because the last ten times someone sent me a link to that thing, it's been like in stock. And I click and it's like, oops, <laughs> out of stock. And it's some it's always like, whoopsies, couldn't find. And I'm like, I uh-huh. hate you. It doesn't I'm exist. Pun- I'm punching the screen and stuff uh-huh. like that. So this is pinwheeling and it's going through. And I'm like, oh my God, it's happening. It's happening. And it's like, thanks. We'll be sending it to you soon. And I was like, yeah! I run yeah. over a pair am yelling my, and screaming. Mine I'm at the checkout oh, and that goes,
2: what that was? Yeah. And I've it goes, which address would you like to send this to? <laughs> LA. I'm like, I haven't lived in
3: LA
5: for 10 <laughs> like, years. Don't I'm with it I'll drive <laughs> <out>
2: there.
4: <laughs> all right. That's really uh, cool. Well, I don't have it yet. I don't know if I'm going to even try anymore. Well, like, I Part think, of me is is wow. checked out. He's been broken. <laughs> I, th- I think this is how you protect your sanity. We also didn't talk about, and I want to keep it moving because we spend way too much time on this podcast talking about Amiibo lately. I think the Super Mario series amiibo we've seen them so we think of them we've held them yeah they're great for the first time do you think they're as good as the smash set Is the smash set superior i think the smash set has more detail totally in some characters more than others like yeah. you especially notice like the denim of mario's jeans are just gone yeah. in the in the super mario amiibo series it's yeah, yeah it's very it's an aesthetic very deliberate decision but it is something that you you finally sort of realize the simplicity behind a Nintendo 3D model when you see the Mario Amiibo um, as as a standalone and not the Smash one, which is a lot more action. The, for the
5: Mario Amiibo is like if I had kids and they're like, I want Amiibo, and I was like, cool, here's yours. Daddy gets the good ones up on the yeah. shelf with the LED lights above them. Like <laughs> yeah. I want the ones that somebody actually painted the shading around Mario's butt cheeks and the the patterns on wow. his clothes. Yeah, because you know that... those are all handcrafted. They're
2: artisanal. all handmade. There's no way to come up a
3: sweatshop. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they they are um they they're actually more accurate. If you yeah. look at the yep. new Mario Amiibo um the uh, uh, the stances, the you know they don't the require the poses are, they, really the poses are yeah. better. They they're sturdier, definitely. Yeah. They're more mm-hmm. kid friendly. But the eye placement is better. Yeah, like some of the the Wave One, especially like Diddy Kong. I don't know what's going on <laughs> with that guy's eyes. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's got for he's Pies. got his mind. <laughs> he's got major lazy eye going on. And um, <laughs> some of the other characters too. You just can't see them because they look down. So with the Mario ones, they're much more accurately painted. Yeah. and yeah. lined up. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, they lack that detail. Also like, yeah. then there's I don't no
4: think like, and there's no texture on Bowser either. He I doesn't have that same no, no, kind no. of uh, yeah, lizard texture. I don't think um, you know, sort of having less detail is necessarily bad. Like, mm. I don't know. I've I've been fine so far with. Amiibo across the board in terms of the Smash series and even this this Mario. I mean, I, I will admit it's less detailed, but I don't think it looks no, terrible. Totally. I think they, uh, Toad
2: looks, like you look at Toad, it looks completely fine. Looks it's great. just because you have that comparison between the
6: yeah.
5: Smash uh, and the, the Mario yeah. Party. Check out
6: uh, Mark Ryan, who's on our Tech Fetish podcast, is a really great uh, image gallery of all the side-by-sides. Of all on them. I mean, He's yeah. an actual yeah. photographer, so it looks yeah. incredible. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, that yeah, really yeah. gives you a good example of size differences and, and sort of detail differences. One yeah. thing
5: I noticed between Peach and a especially Bowser, is that they're sort of comically pushing the limit of how much they can fit on one yep. of those little amiibo circles. Huge. Bowser looks like an elephant perching on a thimble. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, it is like he's, he's like a foot and a half wide and he's like, oh, and it's like your feet are not even on that yeah. thing. You're Just, standing on a coin. Yeah, he's I got guy you all... don't
2: want to sit next to him on an airplane. <laughs> I, I got him all lined up on a little stand and yeah. like, it's tough to get the new Bowser to fit because his hand is like in somebody else's nose. Like, yeah. He's that wide. He's like like,
5: like You on, got a yeah. set too?
2: Huh? Yeah, 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 get them all, man.
4: They're beautiful. That that, Um, that GM money. That's all it is. (laughs) (laughs) All right, in other other Amiibo news, the the eShop has a listing, uh, the listing for Splatoon on the eShop, excuse me, references Amiibo. So this was spotted by someone on Twitter that under the related software category, Ami- amiibo is listed even though on the on the mm-hmm. page there is no other mention of it anywhere first of all this is no shit like surprise to me yeah. i'm sorry like i have mm-hmm. to say like of course amiibo is going to be integrated into splatoon why wouldn't it it's selling yeah. well my question to you guys though what should it do what will it do D- do you think splatoon is will get its own amiibo set with that game i don't think it does i, I just think that. the ip is too new for something i like want that, that. cat this yeah, I still, want that I totally the cat. Want that cat. Judd the Cat, the judge, is amazing. He's, like, great. he's really cool. He's like yeah. this
5: really morbidly obese, lethargic cat with a uh, bow tie. Made of hair. Yeah, yeah.
4: I
6: want him to be laying down on the pad so that he's just like twice as wide. As and he's the, yeah, he he he's just like padded. or he's just yeah. like sleeping
5: sadly, I, lynching. Yeah, the I, side I it. mean, I think I he's think think very
4: serious about amiibo right now, but I don't know if Splatoon fits that. I think it's the, c-
2: the t-shirt designs and stuff. I think they'll unlock just like in Mario Kart, like the skins for the players or something. Totally. you know, like Mario Kart, you you had your Mies, mm-hmm. uh with custom outfits. I think they'll give you custom outfits because. It would have been amazing if you could get all the Mario characters and everything in that game, yeah. but that wouldn't work with the kind of s- squid mode you said and that. all that yeah. stuff. That f- that would feel out of character.
4: Yeah, I mechanically, I mean, watching Mario turn into an ooze and then yeah. a-, a squid and yeah. then be like flopping around. But like, what does do that, that, that even in look sunshine? like? There was an evil Mario that did yeah, it in yeah. Sunshine, yeah, but, but he turned into more like gobbles of paint than anything else. Got I'm it. not Go, entirely sure. But but a Link
2: outfit for the characters would be really cool, like that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. if they integrated. I I really like. In that. In the
5: meantime, Jose and I did a really cool video there the other day on IGN where we kind of went through Nintendo's been Nintendo Japan has been tweeting these little mini videos mm-hmm. of. Uh, some of the weapons in the game. We actually did a rewind theater on it, and we noticed one thing I'd never caught before, which is when you kill someone in that game or drown them, I don't know what you actually do. They you make drown this. Them. Yeah, you drown them. They make this horrible paint gurgling noise it's like mm. <laughs> it's like it's really gross and it's, it's really like, funny it's yeah. a, it's like it makes
2: me it makes is me want to just take out everybody more game. traumatizing than Pikmin drowning because that God, is yeah. really oh, sad
5: it does have weird. Jose it, Jose has said the same thing yeah. it's got the same sort of Pikmin vibe to it because they yeah. die they make a gurgling noise and then a squid ghost flies off into Aww. space. So, yeah. Man, All
4: towards, squids go to heaven. Yeah. Apparently <laughs> yeah. they do. Uh, apparently. Yeah. No, um, I I think uh, and it, the game looks fantastic. I yeah. like the more we see it. Um, and hopefully we're going to see more about it really soon. But um, in terms of what Amiibo will do for it, I think the, the shirts and the fashion idea makes a lot of sense. I just hope that whoever was in charge of the Amiibo integration for this there has not been a game outside of Smash that is using every figure. Hyrule Warriors does too, but I feel like the Hyrule Warriors reward, where it's just, here's a random thing, is not cool enough to yeah. me. You know, like, it's, okay, here's 10,000 rupees, here's, like, weapon, uh, uh, or, um, you know what I'm talking about, yeah. like, the the materials you need to build weapons and things yeah. like that. I just wasn't impressed by that, whereas if it, it unlocks, like, a whole line of fashion in Splatoon, I'll take cool. it. That yeah. would be really yeah. cool. I absolutely cool. take it.
2: I, I'm still hoping that Splatoon gets retro integrated into Smash Brothers where you know you get one of the characters and it becomes just like Mewtwo it becomes kind of like a, a new character unlock. Yeah, I think yeah. it's like, still too mm-hmm. new I, love, I, I, yeah. I think I'd like it but yeah. I think
4: it's still too new for something it like that it takes them
2: a while to balance a character right? yeah, yeah. especially when it's a non-derivative when it's like a new character rather than a returning one
4: I think you bring yeah. up a good point though because Mewtwo is on the way and they've been quiet on all oh, fronts yeah. as far as what else is coming to Smash yeah. Brothers um, they're not saying anything I mean we do know certain things right there is that uh, me stage that's happening tournaments are happening mm-hmm. like this has to be a bigger rollout plan behind all of this stuff i'm sure like we're just waiting we're biding time until they say and something it's
2: been quiet around smash right like it's yeah. been pretty quiet out there i do think that this out of all of the games this is the game that is that is just ready for add-on content you know that mm-hmm. can just expand and keep on expanding mm-hmm. so you know the initial the initial kind of comments on DLC was were kind of odd to me, yeah. saying, oh yeah Sakurai. We didn't, yeah, Sakurai saying we didn't design it with DLC characters in mind. It's like, really? Yeah. yeah. Well, like, you, yeah. If, you, if not that game, then, then, then what game? One? Yeah, right? You, Especially with Amiibo out yeah. there. Sure.
4: I don't think you can blame them, though, because I think at Nintendo, they are very aware of the fact that the minute you talk about DLC and a game isn't really out or it just shipped, mm-hmm. people... Kind of get rubbed the wrong way, yeah. or feel like you could have put that in the game. Sure. Like there, there is that yeah, minority that, that yeah. does mm-hmm. sort of come also, out I, and, I, and say something.
5: I do appreciate as designers that they sort of capped the, the the dream limit on Smash Brothers because it was it's fifty characters, mm-hmm. and that's still not enough people for people. People are like, I want Lakitu, I want Toad, I want Waluigi. Like right. yeah, I want all those things too. But I also appreciate that they can say this game is finished. Keep playing with it forever. We'll we'll t- do minor tweaks here and there, but we don't need a new character all the time. I know we're insatiable Nintendo fans. No,
2: but the reason, like, I would have been okay okay with fewer characters and more of a staged rollout. Like, you know, it's awesome when you get a lot of stuff at the same time but you also still tire from it at the same point in time I feel like and like to me a new character or stage gives me a reason to come back I really like that
4: with Mario Kart
2: too. okay so that's that's yeah. a really
5: good point yeah, but actually Mario I didn't Kart, think about that
4: <clears throat> sure but Mario Kart's only getting it twice spread out across like six months sure. like or eight months I'd even. Like, like that more often but yeah, yeah I think uh, they do have to kind of sit down and say how often are we doing this mm-hmm. stuff but uh, I am kind of surprised how Smash came and went and it was it's a huge game and it's very important uh, obviously to their fall play. Plans and it was the game that launched Amiibo, mm-hmm. and then they've just gone dark and aren't saying much, but they're probably hard at work on something, and I wouldn't be surprised yep. if we're going to hear about it soon. Mewtwo was supposed to be a spring delivery. And uh, it's it's spring, right? I, I you know, we're there. I mean, it's it's gonna close. be spring in like yeah. a week or two. So yeah. back
5: to what you were saying, I never I never really thought about it. Like that's actually a really good business plan. Had they launched the game with like forty characters and seven less stages, and they then could drip them out. Yeah, Wait. and then every two months you put out Duck See, Hunt. See, that's dog dangerous. Or, like right.
4: you could because the minute you put money on, like you you try to sell that to consumers, there are some who really get turned off by that. Like they don't yeah. want to they don't want to feel like they're paying for the game after they got the game to well, some degree i don't I know think there's you, i don't people- think you
5: have to make them all paid i mean if you i mean also if you look at like the business model for mario kart which we just talked about I mean, the, the value to, to that oh, yeah, is no. incredible. <clears throat> I
4: would not, I absolutely, do, I would not disagree with and you Nintendo at all. Nintendo does but free think,
5: updates and stuff yeah, like that.
4: Mario Kart was especially smart because they said, okay, you're either going to buy this pack or this pack, or you're getting a deal if you buy them both. But I do feel like the season pass mentality, like think about how many people are vocal against like the idea that when a game ships, they don't want to continue to pay for something. Like I feel like shipping with that many characters wasn't a mistake. I just, I'm curious to see what, it's not a mistake until I hear what's coming next. So where's the balance
5: me. then? Because I, I mean, you want people to keep, Talking about the game, which obviously they're not doing anymore.
4: Yeah, I think they are. I just think we're not. I think there's a difference between. Them I think and the us, people that were degree. went back to Smash Melee like they owe us to. No, I wouldn't say that. I really? mean, I do. I, there is a, a thriving community around. I believe uh, Smash Brothers for Wii U. I wouldn't. I wouldn't put that down at all. Granted, it's not Melee. I know what you're saying, but. Mm-hmm. It's definitely not the reception Brawl got. That so, was just like a so total Mew, disappointment.
5: Mewtwo is basically a freebie for people who linked both copies Bo- of the both. game, right? Yes. So, I mean, mm-hmm. why not integrate stuff like that? Like, I like the idea of like if you buy Captain Toad Treasure Tracker, you bought a different game. You buy Splatoon. You buy I Good Name scene. see That right? would be
6: such an awesome way where
4: if you buy Splatoon, you get the Splatoon character for free or
6: whatever. Or even, a couple yeah. months down the road, you can pay for it.
4: Yeah, uh, yeah I, no, I think that's smart. Yeah. And I, yeah. I do agree with Pear, though. I'm not trying to disagree with you. I do think that Good. every time you, you pull <laughs> DLC or, or an announcement or unfired. something free, unfired, <laughs> um, it gets people talking again and gets people excited. And it does seem strange, at least to me, that in the office there's a smaller pool of people playing it. But I don't want to say that applies to everyone everywhere. I yeah. Do yeah. still well, think that I game d- is going is thriving and is going well.
5: I think, I think it's a very antiquated... Way of, like, I think that people getting angry at DLC is sort of antiquated now because I think DLC is like a, 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 it used to be a blanket negative term for just mm-hmm. stuff that. For horse armor. Are, yeah, for yeah. people nickel and diming you on yeah. stuff that was already on the disc. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think that there's, like, supplemental con- content sure. that works as well. Like, if you look at. Evil Within just got a three and a half hour DLC this week that is a survival horror stealth game where you mm-hmm. don't use weapons. Yep. Far Cry got a DLC this week where you fight on the mountains in the snow for the, the first Yeti. time in a huge area versus a new enemy. Well, yeah, um, and the, like they're selling these stuff, but it's also like. It's it's additional content to the game.
2: But it's, and it's not the, like, I think the negativity arises from the sense that they kept something from yeah. you, right? I like, agree. They're sort, like, that is that The it. game is engineered w- w- by selling you something incomplete and then nickel and diming you. Whereas, like, if you own Smash and then five months later they release a character from Splatoon, that to me feels like, an opportunity and yeah. like a cool thing that I would buy rather than being annoyed saying, oh man, they left Split, the the, the whatever, squid, squid Bird, whatever character out at launch. Jimmy Squidbird, Bird. Sure. Sure.
5: And that, that like gets me back. That's his name, right? It yeah. gets me back to playing Smash Brothers. Just game. like totally. it did with Mario Kart. Just yep. like it did with Mario yeah. Kart, which I like, I had a, a mini renaissance with that when that DLC yeah. came out. Mm-hmm. And I think like a lot of companies kind of ruined dlc for people Mm -hmm. right like the horse armor but i think specifically fighting games when we think uh, dlc for fighting games we get scared because capcom used to sell color palettes like palette swaps like it would be like you want purple ryu you know here's it's three dollars or whatever yeah Mm -hmm. so i think there's there's yeah there is a middle
4: ground and to be fair i don't think nintendo has crossed that bridge or burned that bridge with with anyone but (laughs) I, I still think that when Smash Brothers, as a series, is known for shipping games with a lot of characters, I don't think the decision to have fifty on this one hurts it yet. Until I until I find out they're not doing more. That's why sure. I think
2: yeah. uh, I I was hoping that Amiibo would be this package where like maybe maybe an Amiibo would go for twenty bucks, but you get the character for Smash yeah. with the game, like it unlocks it. Like I'm I was hoping there there would be like this tangible reward, and you get the DLC so that you, you yeah. feel like. You know, you're not just paying for something small. Mm-hmm. Plus, it solves the issue that kids don't have credit cards and they have to ask their mom for a credit card when they're at home. And mom's like, I don't want to enter it into this yeah. Wii U thing. Whereas like at Toys R Us, they're like, mom, this unlocks this character in the game, Sky. Well, look, look at right? how it
4: works with Codename Steam where you're unlocking Fire Emblem characters, for yeah. example, inside of a different game made by the same developer, uh, Intelligent Systems. But that that is sort of an extension of what you're yeah. talking about. Um, I mean we'll see time's gonna tell but I think we're gonna hear something soon like we have to it's been too long since they've said anything about Smash we're
5: having all these long like sort of philosophical talks about DLC meanwhile Nintendo's selling millions of like these you know skeleton keys basically in the form of a Miro that are just like you, if you like, I think what, what Paris says is very true. Like, if you go to the store, you buy your kid an amiibo, and he goes home and he can use that for seven different games. Yep. And one of them is a DLC character, and one of them is the stage or something like that. That that's really cool. Adds a lot of value to it. No,
4: I, I completely agree. I only hope that in, in keeping that and in doing that, there are hits and misses. And I think, sure. for example, a big miss was that Ace Combat game on 3DS. Like that game is just not good, and it's not better with the Mario plane. Is it not? You good? know, it's not. I didn't I enjoy it. Want to I know play we that, gave really? it. Yeah, I'll, 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 we have a copy by my desk. Remind me to pass. I didn't enjoy it at all um, but are you a flight guy or no? I used to be. Okay. I love games where you can do, uh, where you can show off and do cool maneuvers, and I feel like they're on the verge of something. Mm-hmm. And to be fair, this is the same Ace Combat game you got when the 3DS, shortly after the 3DS launched. The only uh, difference is now yeah, you're unlocking yeah. a Mario that's plane right. and a Peach bomber. Yeah, that's and, uh, pretty much the only thing stuff. they've
5: done for this, right? Yeah, this there's is... nothing
4: else that has been done at all. So I, I found that to be a huge mess. But speaking of sales, the NPD Group has released the top 10 selling games for the month of February hot scoops and this just in the legend of De- zelda majora's mass 3d led the month uh did really well so that list is majora's mass 3d at number one evolve at number two dying light at number three call of duty advanced warfare at number four gta 5 at number five nba 2k 15 at number six dragon ball xenoverse at seven minecraft at eight nine was the order 1886 followed by in last place for the month Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate on 3DS, which, you know, props to that game, like for doing that well, I think, just because Monster Hunters have come and go, but it felt like this time there was enough of a push behind, like trying to get people to understand what was so great about it. Last thing I want to say, and then you guys can talk about this NPD cites Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate and The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask 3D as the main cause for a 30% boost in hardware sales for the month. Uh, Handheld hardware sales, excuse me, just to put that out there. Mm
2: Maybe the availability of the new 3ds too probably helped yeah. a
4: lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that helped too. We uh, let's not leave that out. Good uh-huh. point. Good. We were catch, talking about this before we got there. on
6: air. Uh, I'm really surprised Majora's Mask was number one. Right? Like, I think yeah. I love Majora's Mask. I think it's an incredible game. But I'm surprised a multi-platform thing like Evolve wasn't. I ahead.
5: know. Well, I, well, then it's also it's such a weird, eccentric dark, strange Zelda game. Yeah, but but
4: it is a 3D Zelda. And I do think people will come out to to play and support a 3D Zelda. I looked at uh, one of the things that surprised me on a list of software sales for uh, some 3DS games, A Link Between Worlds was surprisingly... Low down the list to me, yeah, mm-hmm. um, which shocked me a little bit. And then I saw Ocarina of Time. I believe I saw it. But th- then, of course, mm-hmm. you, you, your brain pops in and says, "Well, it's Ocarina of Time. Of course, mm-hmm. it's going to be a game that a lot of people either rebought or played again." Mm-hmm. But uh, I do think people get really excited for 3D Zelda's versus the 2.5D, you know, sort of nostalgic, totally. Classic thing. But
5: you got to think like an N64 game beat Minecraft, Call of Duty, Evolve, well, a remade GTA.
4: N64 game, but
5: an N64 <laughs> game, yeah. Uh,
4: yeah, I mean, that, that's semantics. Like, I don't know. Like, I think it. I think there. It still doesn't diminish what is so good about. Diminish. I'm, I'm not trying to diminish. diminish Jose, wow. don't get me. Don't don't, I get don't think you are. I am no, not that. trying to Maybe diminish. I
5: just think it's it's prof- it's astounding that a remake that, of a 15 year old game that a weird... beat.
4: Weird. Yeah, but a lot of people really like that game. Or at least there's been a cult, quiet or quietly or even loudly talking about that game yeah. for yeah. years. Yeah, but a remake.
6: Oh, so a remake of a 15 year old game beat out two games that were supposed to be like, oh man, this is what next gen is about. Evolve and die. Light, right
4: and, and the
2: order and the yeah. order yeah, yeah. and but, like in yeah. Zelda on, on on one console beat all of them on, yeah. one, on one well there's, look there's there's a difference in at what date in the month the games came out sure right? and like the install base sure, sure. is pretty high let's not forget yeah. that don't underestimate like kind of the the win the 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 game got also from the m- release of the new 3DS yeah. like people say I want that and I don't want an old 3DS game I want one that has actually you know second stake yeah, uh, yeah. Or, yeah. Or, or any improvement yeah, so d- I think but it's great but right? I don't like think it was single... just that
4: because the, the weekend sales for th- new 3DS weren't even that astounding it was under half a mil sure yeah if I remember right I don't think I mean they don't put numbers on these things anymore I wish yeah. they would because then maybe we'd have a clearer picture as to why mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but I also think new IPs evolve in the order like those are risky usually anyway like even if they are (laughs) this is the next step for games Zelda is kind of known it's the known quantity there yeah, and that I think doesn't surprise pe- me too people
2: too I mean much. what's happening is people who have never played that game are actually picking it up as if it was a new game and let's yeah. not forget when you see the graphics for that game and the kind of creepy campaign for it it looks really good oh, I mean yeah. it's a yeah. pretty looking game it, yeah. it's not this oddball hey remember Ocarina of Time here's this game and it's super strange it's like it does look like a full-fledged real totally. big release totally. yeah it's yeah. art, it's art yeah. direction was really yeah. strong so Yeah. yeah. It held yeah. up over yeah. time so uh, but yeah. and I
5: and the remake is is gorgeous. I wouldn't I have called
2: this. I mean like nope, I mean like <laughs> it's it's first of all it's amazing that Call of Duty and Minecraft are still in the top yeah. 10 like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. I mean yeah. those games and performed NBA, really 15. really well. Yeah. Yeah. NBA still there. Great game yeah. too. Um that I would not have predicted that Majora's Mask was was going to be number 1. I actually thought um The Order would do better than that. I thought mm-hmm. The Order would be higher. I thought for sure Evolve would be number 1. Yeah, I, j- yeah.
5: I just think I think it's like amazing. Mm-hmm. I, like I'm, I'm not I'm not appalled by it. I am pleasant. I'm, oh, like pleas- yeah, I'm yeah. pleasantly surprised that, uh, an N64 game with a new coat of paint that is single player that is quirky and weird and strange is beating out like an open world third person yeah. realistic like, or an online multiplayer first person shooter multiple online multiplayer yeah. first yeah. person and, shooters, I mean like. I
6: don't uh, I don't watch traditional TV that much but like I saw a hell of a lot more advertising for Evolve and for The Order than I did for Zelda yeah. like, I don't know if there were there no, commercials for, sure. for Zelda Zelda's
2: I don't know just, yeah there were? Okay. Yeah, were a bunch
5: there's something just timeless and magical about Zelda and like yeah, I'm really totally. interested to see how this carries over to the sales of Zelda for Wii U. Because Wii U games don't historically crack the top 10. Um, They have once a a few times. Um, Smash Mm. Brothers did.
4: I just think it's that perfect storm of new hardware, remade game, evangelists out there who have been singing the praises of this game for years. Like, and some really good advertising behind it. it yeah.
5: So you think this will carry over to like excitement and hype for Zelda for, for Wii U? Oh,
4: absolutely. I yeah, think I Zelda think so. is an event, like especially yeah. new, like a 3D Zelda, like mm-hmm. that gets people talking. Mm-hmm. Man, like it was yeah. it the day that went up on the site uh, at E3, that was the number one story on our site yeah. for a while. I think well, it was the number five game overall because Mortal Kombat definitely was like had a high mm-hmm. placement up there, and Smash Brothers was up there. Yeah. I can't Rainbow remember Six, the list, maybe. but I'd seen it like like Rainbow Six. I feel
5: like um. Zelda like,
4: gets people going. man. Majora's
5: Mask is sort of the—it's like linked to the past for the newer generation mm-hmm. in terms of nostalgia. Like mm-hmm. the way their age, like we, we sit around on IGN in our 30s and how old are you? I'm not even asking. <laughs> um, and and we—I've <laughs> forgotten. And we go, hey, you know, let's do retro <clears throat> articles about Zelda One and yeah. like the NES, and then we we get constantly reminded that our our demographic has has. Not there. They're past that. They started gaming with the N64. They started gaming with the PlayStation. So their their nostalgia... Is uh, is a game like Majora's? That's Max. A really good and way to put it. So I think you have a lot of new people playing it, and you have yeah. a lot of people being like, "This is a classic. This is the first Zelda I ever played." That's and a great they, way to put and it. And then they have a chance to to play it everywhere. Yeah. So it's really cool to see yeah. that. If I'm we're lucky,
2: they're it. they're nostalgic for Majora's Mask, not like Battle er- Arena toshinden. Oh yeah, to- oh, I mean we, yeah. we no. hire people no. all the
5: time. No. They're like, "I love the classics, like God of War 3 and we're like, "Get the hell out of here!"
4: Get out! <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, um, <laughs> oh, there's something you just that great game. But
5: I mean, come on, Hold old we?
4: Absolutely no i'm curious to see on the front of zelda wii u what's going to happen in terms of the younger audience who's never played a zelda are they going to be as excited as we are because for some of those kids angry birds was the game you know like i don't know know. like we have all of this like nostalgia and we absolutely love that series but what about like is it going to pull in new audiences or not yeah how much of a bummer would it be
6: if your first zelda was skyward sword
4: uh, we can save that oh. for another podcast. I mean, uh, we I, need to save that for so another mean. podcast. But, by the way, I'm going. To... <laughs> I, so I mean.
5: would say that a lot of people's first Zelda is Minecraft. Like it is a oh. it is an open world exploration game where you hit hit for things sure. with a sword
3: yeah. and you walk around
5: think... and you go in caves and you explore. Like a lot of people's first and at night it gets spooky and monsters. Yeah, come uh, up. totally. And I think yeah. that like that generation is the same people that are going to look at a game like Zelda for Wii U and be like this is like this vast cool cartoony world I can explore I'm totally in I'm totally excited mm-hmm. So I
2: hope they pull yeah. those
4: kids in
5: what do
2: you I want to give away some more games okay man. give away one more and we'll really save, save the other more two more for another we'll episode yeah. oh man yeah. stingy Jose you ready to pull your car uh, over again yeah. so by the way I said <laughs> A06 for the first three numbers uh, letters before it's A06 sorry
6: <laughs> <laughs>
4: Oh my God. Well, it's hard to tell. You I think it is A066. That is <laughs> Per Schneider, oh the troll fashional. That was totally on purpose. So you still have a chance. Go back and <laughs> put that code yeah, in yeah, yeah. I hope you didn't crash the car. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so uh, here's the second code. It's for Castlevania Aria of Sorrow. Love this game. Oh,
4: it's so good. Mm-hmm. It's great, yeah. GBA game, on with you. What happened?
2: Bring them back. A06PL595214X1BRL. And if any of those 2s are Zs, you can just blame this terrible printout here. No, that that should be it. So good luck. I hope you get that one. If you didn't enter the code before for Harmony of Dissonance, it was A06, PL5, a 6 pl 5 af <laughs> three nine two seven four D W U Theater of the Mind. Yeah, man, and that, that was, was mean. Pierre
4: yeah. Schneider's troll giveaway. That Thank you so much good. for listening to Nintendo Voice Chat. We are a weekly podcast on IGN, but we are not the only podcast on IGN. Marty Sleva in fact sits on two, yes, not one, oh, I was but gonna two. Say, two I did all three of them this week. Yeah, you did all really? three this yeah. week, man. Uh, mm-hmm. So you are on a regular uh, contributor on Beyond. You are a regular contributor. You're hosting Beyond. Yeah, right? I'm hosting yeah.
6: Beyond with uh, Max Scoville and, okay. and Brian is sort of a regular now. Brian's appearing a lot on it. So. Stealing talent. What's stealing up? T- he's not, t- 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 he's yours I'm first and foremost. I'm Don't worry. I'm getting around. Brian's nobody's so. man. Yeah, I'm nobody's
5: man. Nobody relies on me. I'm the guy you call in the bank job that double crosses everybody at the end. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Is that you I'm going to stop having
4: time. you on the show too. All right. But also, Podcast Unlocked as well. <laughs> An <laughs> excellent Xbox show. You should definitely check that out. There's a ton of content on IGN, features, videos, you name it. Make sure you come over here uh, all about comics, TV, uh, yeah. games. We do a lot of live streams now, too. Check live those out. Live streams. Make sure you're checking those out. Those are They're really, good. from 1 really to
6: good. 3 Pacific
2: on, mm-hmm. what was it,
6: Tuesday, Thursday, Friday?
2: And by the way, if you love uh, NVC and you own an Xbox One, you can actually now watch the podcast mm-hmm. on your Xbox One right. with the IGN app. I swear, someday we'll have a Wii U app. We've been pushing and pushing, and would love to be on that platform as well. But yeah. you know, it's yeah. not—it's not that easy. Send,
4: e- send an email to Nintendo of America, the <laughs> yeah, listeners. Yeah.
2: But but I know a lot of people have multiple platforms yeah. who listen oh, to this, so you can yeah. watch NVC, unlike on the on the on the PlayStation app. What is that sound? Uh, oh, we're going to open that door. And it's going to be a post apocalyptic wasteland. Okay. okay. This is yeah. cool because yeah. it's getting, it's getting really worse. hot in here. Yeah. So something yeah. must be happening outside. This
5: entire podcast is being recorded inside the mouth of someone, <laughs> and, they're <getting laughs> and they're getting dental, dental work done. <laughs> yeah. so. All right.
4: So uh, oh, yeah. lastly, uh, you can contribute to the show by either emailing us, excuse me, emailing us, send us your eels. <laughs> Sell us your eels and your emails. Mail us your to live eels. <laughs> NVC at IGN.com. <laughs> lastly, you can find us on Twitter. Marty Sleva, where can they find you? Uh, at McBiggity, two G's and two T's. And you can find Brian off Tano at Agent Bizzle and you can find Per Schneider at Pierre IGN you can find myself Jose underscore Otero on Twitter thank you so much for sticking with us and listening to us once again and we'll be back next week with more Nintendo Voice Chat